name is Cynthia McIntosh, and I welcome you to Nuggets of Truth broadcast. On today, I want to share some biblical truth from 1 Kings chapter 19, verse 1 through 8. I want to start out by reading this text. It's a very powerful text full of a lot of great truth, which I will believe will be an encouragement to you today. Listen to this. It says, And Ahab told Jezebel, all that Elijah had done. Also how he had executed all the prophets with the sword. Then Jezebel sent a message to Elijah saying, So let the gods do to me. And more also, if I do not make your life is the life of one of them by tomorrow about this time. When he saw that he arose and ran for his life and went to Beersheba, which belongs to Judah. And left his servant there. But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness. And came and sat down under a broom tree. And he prayed that he might die. And he said it is enough. Now Lord take my life. For I am no better than my father's. Then as he lay and slept under a broom tree. Suddenly an angel touched him. And said to him arise and eat. And then he looked and there by his head was a cake baked on coals in a jar of water. And so he ate and drank and lay down again. And the angel of the Lord came back the second time and touched him and said, Arise and eat because the journey is too great for you. And so he arose and ate and drank. And he went into the strength of that food 40 days and 40 nights as far as Horeb, the mountain of God. Dear hearts, you see in this text, Three major characters, Ahab, Jezebel, and Elijah. Ahab and Jezebel were the king and queen of Israel at that time. Ahab married Jezebel, who was a foreigner. She wasn't a Jew. And because of her non-Jewish heritage, she brought in prophets, prophets of a foreign god, an idol god called Baal. And another idol god called Asherah. There were gods that were connected in their belief to fertility. And because of they, their fertility, they gave them the credit for the abundance of rain that brought forth uh, an abundance of crops. They also gave to this, this prophet, this foreign god, the credit of bringing forth fertility in the women so they, they, they would get pregnant and so they would worship these gods and to worship the, these gods there were prophets in the land and you see in this story the, the, the danger of, of intermarriage with a non-believer did Ahab the king of Israel want that god to take over no not necessarily but that was his wife and he wanted to bring peace in the surrounding nations and what they would do they would marry the daughters of other kings and so they would intermingle but this was totally against God's will God told them not to intermarry and the same it is today when believers marry non-believers your intention may not be to bring in their beliefs into your life but marriage is a, a very intimate affair falling in love 
with someone that's in love with the God that you do not believe in is very, very dangerous. And so that land became contaminated with the influence of, of, of prophets who worship Baal and, and Asherah. And what also brought in another bad ritual was the prophetess, the, the, the idol worship of Asherah included sake, what they called sacred prostitution, sacred Sexual acts by both male and female temple prostitutes. To worship Asherah, people would come and have sex with the priest and the priestess inside of the temple. It was a very out-of-norm lifestyle for the Jews, but they took this on. And so what God did, he brought up into that environment a man of God named Elijah. God raised up somebody to bring about change. And he's doing the same thing today. He's raising up people to bring about change. God never allows Satan to rise up, raise up his people without him also rising up raising up his people. God will always bring in a deliverer, dear hearts, and he's still doing it today. I want you to know that you are God's answer to the problems in this world. As God raised up Elijah, he's raising you up. He's strengthening you. And you see in this text, there was an encounter of Elijah with the prophets that Jezebel had set up, where 450 of them were murdered at his word. They were murdered after Elijah, the man of God, proved to the people that the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob was greater than the God of Jezebel. This angered her. Oh yes, dear hearts, whenever we take a stand for God, we anger Satan. We anger the people that follow him. And just like Elijah was attacked, we're being attacked today in our homes, in our communities, on our jobs. And we've got to do what Elijah did. He took care of himself. God ministered to him. Now, before that moment of ministry came, Elijah went into a state of depression. It says he went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down up under a broom tree. And he prayed that he might die. Why did he pray that prayer? Well, his enemy, Jezebel, decided that she was going to send out everybody she knew to take his life. She said, I'm going to make your life as the life of one of them by tomorrow about this time. In other words, Elijah, you're going to die in 24 hours. You stood up against my prophets. You stood up against the God that I serve and love. You are going to die. Satan is doing the same thing today. He's sending out an attack upon our lives. Upon our bodies, 
upon our, our, our finances, upon our minds. And my word to us today, because of this attack, we've got to stay up under the direction of God to get the rest and the refreshment and the strength that we need, beloveds, daily, weekly, monthly, annually. We've got to take care of ourselves. Why? God has planted us, many of us, in our homes, on our jobs. Oh, yes, inside of the school systems. We're sending our children in environments of ungodliness. And when we take a stand, to take a stand for the Lord, when we refuse to not to serve the idol God, when we refuse to not to give verbal allegiance to the unrighteous teachings of the government, the unrighteous teachings of our communities, when we who live in cultures that are against the plan of God on the earth, we've got to take a stand and we've got to take care of ourselves and this is what God did for Elijah. Listen to this. He said, as he lay and slept under a broom tree, suddenly an angel touched him. And God said to him, arise and eat. And then he looked and there by his head was a cake baked on coals and a jar of water. He ate and he drank and he lay down again. And then a second time, the angel of the Lord came back the second time and touched him and said, arise and eat. Because the journey is too great for you. And so he arose and ate and drank. And he went in the strength of that food 40 days and 40 nights as far as Horeb, the mountain of God. You see in the story that God refused to allow Satan to destroy the man of God that he planted to stand up against the forces of Satan in the land of Israel. He encouraged Elijah to eat and then rest, then eat again and rest. And I say that to you today, beloveds, don't let yourself get worn up under the pressure that we're living in today. You see, as a child of God, you are God's presence and voice of hope in the world today. You a God's weapon against Satan. God will always give mankind a way out by using someone. As a child of God, you are that someone for this generation. As a member of the body of Christ, you are part of God's plan to help God, help guide mankind back to him. You see, Satan raises up leaders to guide us out of God's plan for the earth. But in turn, the Lord raises up his leaders. You to guide us back to him. For every attacker, God raises up a deliverer. And I love this truth. For every attacker, God raises up a deliverer. He's raised up a deliverer for COVID-19. He's raised up a deliverer for systemic racism. He's raised up a leader for economic recession. God plants his warriors for battle to reverse the curse of Satan's attack upon this earth. 
For every storm, there is a storm ender. Oh, yes. We are God's voice. We are God's steward. We are God's evidence of love to the earth. Dear hearts, the church is called to finish the work of Christ on the earth. You are called to finish the work of Christ on the earth. Don't let yourself get worn and beat down. Get some rest. Eat right. Oh yes, exercise. Get that annual physical when it's time. Take time to take care of you. Do what I call self-care. Because God needs you, beloveds. The world is in turmoil. But the world is also full of turmoil fighters. You can do it. You can conquer everything that is wrong in your situation. Well, beloveds, I've got to go. God bless you, and I look forward to sharing again with you all next week.